you know what time it is. It's time for another episode of the 3-in-1 Podcast. Joining us from Cleveland, Ohio, give it up for International Ian Lamont Morgan. Good morning. This ain't Vietnam. Still. Hands, legs, arms, for real. Okay. <laughs> and joining us from the Nasty Daddy, Cincinnati, Ohio, give it up for Keith Turner Jr. It's the place we still don't have a head coach, but at least it's not Marvin Lewis, so we're already doing better. What's up, everybody? And here in the capital city, it's your boy, Malcolm Morgan, holding it down for the 614. So wait a minute, y'all still don't have a coach? What's the building? Uh, oh, uh, that's I right. Mean, he is in Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah he's I guess uh, he's going Super to the Bowl. Super Bowl, you know, so we can't officially announce him yet. Allegedly. Alle- Allegedly. You can't announce Allegedly. him. <laughs> that's weird. Well, guys, how, you guys ready for Super Bowl? For the Super Bowl? I was going to say Super Bowl week, but it is. We are in the middle of Super Bowl week. Well, Malcolm, the question really is, are you ready to watch some NFL football for the first time all year? Woo! I, I am. I'm not I'm not I'm honestly not super excited about it because I don't care about either one of these teams. So, oh, man. So I, I'm really going to be rooting hard for the Rams. <laughs> Aren't we all in my heart of hearts? Yes. Um, but my pick may not be the same. That's a little, that's what we call a tease in the business, kids. Mm. You'll have to hang on for a little bit longer to see. Who I think is going to win this game. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's get started with our Super Bowl preview. Um, a lot of things going on um, going into this game. We're going to try to break it down from several different angles. First thing we're going to talk about, what are what is the under-the-radar storyline um, that people aren't really talking about going into this game that you're excited about seeing play out? Well, for me... Uh, I kind of maybe uh maybe dished out a spoiler in our last episode, but um yeah, it's still it has been and still is about uh, Todd Gurley's health. And somebody may say, "Oh, well, you know, C.J. Anderson's been balling out. They don't really need Todd Gurley." And I would say, "I smack if you, sir, if you think that the Rams <laughs> oh do not need God. do not need Todd Gurley." Um, so I mean, yeah, you know, he's he's been dealing with the knee. Um, I think he kept him out, what was it, the last two games of the season? Yep. Um, he still had about 1,200 yards rushing. So, I mean, he's he's still uh, that high-impact guy that makes the Rams dynamic. And that's really kind of, I think, you know, what we're looking at. Uh, the Rams, if they're just a standard ho-hum, you know, team that can get some solid production from C.J. Anderson, that's good. That's cool. Um, I don't know if it's good enough to beat the Patriots. Add Todd Gurley, even if he's 75% Todd Gurley, uh, that's an explosive, playmaking, game-changing presence. And so I, I, I have not seen a whole lot of talk about it. I'm kind of confused why, but that's, that's, that's definitely the big story to me. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's definitely a, a big, big story. I mean, of course, looking at, I mean, honestly, I think everyone's talking about it, but End of the day, the 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 young Rams and the experienced veteran um, Patriots. It's just it's going to be interesting to see how these two. Bill Belichick, we know, is a master schemer, master. Um, but I'm I'm interested to see what you know. Wade Phillips has been in the game a very long time. Um, mm. I, I'm curious to see how he's going to be able to get that defense to you know. Uh, get pressure on Tom Brady. He has not been sacked very much at all recently in these playoffs. Um, so that, but I think, I think honestly, one of the biggest under the radar stories for me is uh, the Patriots, like three headed running back monster. Um, mm. Because you talk about Sonny Michelle and he has had monstrous last two games. Um, but now they got Rex Burkhead back who hasn't been playing like all season and then they have James White, who we know is a receiving back. So yep. I, I'm, yep. I'm, I'm curious to see how they're going to uh, manage all three of those backs um, because I think, you know, they're going to go as those three go. Um, you know, on one game you'll have James White having 11 catches, another game he'll have four, but then you'll also have Rex Burkhead who has another four or five, and then Sony Michelle has 100-plus yards, whatever it is. But I want to see how they're going to work in all three of those backs um, against a very, very good uh, Rams uh, defensive line. So, yeah, that's that's my that's my uh, my take. 
Well, I was hoping that you guys wouldn't touch on mine, and you didn't. One of my under-the-radar storylines is the revenge game for Brandon Cooks. Um, He was Mm. on the Patriots last year, got knocked out of the Super Bowl with a concussion. Um, So he's got double motivation to want to play well in this game. He didn't get to play in the Super Bowl in a game that the Patriots lost last year, and he's going against the team that traded him. Um, last season, um, so he's he's been a pretty good pickup for the Rams, especially after they lost Cooper Cup. Um, he had over a thousand yards receiving this year, um, so I'm really excited to see how Sean McVay is able to use him and his speed to help open up the game a little bit. And I know he's going to have a little extra juice um, going up against this this Patriots team that let him go last year. Yeah. Yep. Um, you better say something, Keith. No, no, I was agreeing with you. Oh, okay. Um, so, what? Who do you think is the most important non-star in this game? So the stars are we can probably all agree are what Gronk, Brady, Gurley, um, Donald. Yep. But but who do you guys think is the most the most important non-star in this game? Honestly, I. Um, I think Cooks is a star, so I'm not going to say Cooks. Um, but I think for the Rams, it's Josh Reynolds. Um, mm. I, I think they really need him. Last game, I think he had four catches, 77 yards. He, he showed up big time uh, against the Saints. Um, and they started using him a little bit in that run game. You know, they, they run that, those sweet plays or whatever it may be. I think he needs to have a big game uh, because the Patriots are master schemers against – um, touch not top notch receivers, excuse me. So I don't know if they're just going to, you know, key in on Brandon Cooks and say we're just going to shut him down or if that's going to be Robert Woods. But they're going to need Josh Reynolds, you know, and, and some of those other guys that don't see a ton of targets, you know, Higby, Gerald Everett, um, those type of guys. So, but for me, Rams is Josh Reynolds. And for them defensively, it's Dante Fowler. They just got mm-hmm. him. Um, we all know about Aaron Donald and Dominican Sue, um, but if Fowler can add more pressure and be a run stopper in this game, uh, the Patriots are going to have a lot of trouble. So uh, those would be my my two for the Rams. Um, and like I said before, with the Patriots, I, I think it's uh, James White and Rex Burkhead. Which two? Which one of those guys is going to really make an impact on the game? Rushing, receiving, doesn't matter. Um, yeah, those are those are my guys. I'm looking. I'm gonna be really paying attention to this Sunday. Well, thank you, Keith, for uh, for taking my uh, my pick. Yeah. Appreciate, definitely appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I was gonna go with uh, Josh Reynolds as well. Um, yeah, I, I definitely think he's a he's a difference maker. I'm gonna sell out and go C.J. Anderson. Um, you know, all the hubbub and everything, and it's all well and good. You know. The second coming of Jerome Bettis, all types of wonderful oh things God. being said. Um, but uh, if if you know, kind of in relation to my uh, my previous answer, if Todd Gurley is not, I mean, we we saw in the last game. I think he played what maybe eight snaps and mm. was just and was just sidelined uh, for the rest of the game. And I think that that was that was cool for uh, the rig matchup against the Saints. But, um, <laughs> but uh, I, I, you know, I if if that's gonna be the case against the Patriots, um, they got to see at least a hundred rushing yards from from Mister Anderson. Which, uh, as we all know, is different when you come in free flow. Nobody's expecting you. Um, nobody's game planning for you. Uh, mind you, you know, they, they have tape on him because, you know, he's been in the league for, you know, what, uh, at least a couple years. I can't remember how many years he's been in the league, but um, it's different when, you know, there's expectations. Uh, at this point, you know, given that health disparity, he may start. And so um, I haven't actually looked at the start. I don't, I don't think they've released him. No. This, um and so, yeah, that that's gonna be a big thing for me to watch. Uh, is he running? Is he running free and loose, um, or it, does the moment get to you? Uh, you know, you you see, you know, this is of mice and men here. So, is he gonna rise to the occasion, or uh, does he tighten up? You know, and some of those holes that you know 
He's hitting. He is a big guy, but he's been running explosively. Yes, and so, mm-hmm. uh, will he be able to maintain that? Um, some of that depends on him. Some of that depends on what one of my next answers is going to be to our questions. But yes, that's who I'm looking out for as far as non-stars um, on the Patriots. Everybody, I don't, I don't know. Somebody seems to emerge in every one of these doggone games yep. that the Patriots play. Uh, somebody seems to come through. I don't know, Hogan might Josh go. Josh Gordon, he's <laughs> running out of the tunnel. <laughs> it's funny. I saw that story about Josh Gordon, and I was like, yo, they're going to be like, Josh Gordon, back for the Super Bowl. and No, but uh, I don't know. Um, I do have my eyes on Hogan. Um, I, I want to see. I, I feel like he's going to be slept on because a lot has been made of another Patriots receiver, which will be mentioned soon. So, yeah, uh, Hogan and Anderson are, are, are the two I'm looking at. Um, one of mine was Dante Fowler. I think he's he's going to need to be key, getting some pass rush, helping to get pressure on Brady, so nice. we can't just sit back there in the pocket. In the pocket, um, big pickup for the Rams. Yeah. Um, getting him during the before the trade deadline because he can't um, move Tom Brady. Nope. If you can, if you can get in his head and get, and get a couple hits on him early, we saw it. Um, I believe was it last? No, two years ago. I believe it was against the Falcons. They were able to get pressure on him early, and then. Later on in the game, they just couldn't touch him at all. Um, And so if you can affect the pocket, uh, make him think twice about staying in there, um, I think Fowler's going to have a big role in that. I'm going to put a blast from the past um, for the Patriots out there. Cordero Patterson. Mm. Um, We've seen this. We've seen this in a lot of Super Bowls, whether you talk about Devin Hester or or, uh, Desmond Howard. A big return um, can make a big difference. Um, and Cordell Patterson, um, you know, hasn't really panned out as a receiver, but he has always been a threat in the special teams. And when you give um, a guy like Belichick time to plan for him, he can also be a weapon on offense in yeah. sweeps, um, double passes, things like that, where they can get him out into space. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if you see a couple packages dedicated just to getting him into space. Um, he could possibly uh, take something to the house real easily for them, and that could really swing this game and, and get some momentum for them. Mm. Um, so as we keep moving forward in our preview, um, you know, there's a lot of position groupings, um, that are going to be interesting to look at. So let's look at what key matchups for these position groupings, uh, coming up in this game. The one that I'm going to be looking at is the Rams defensive line against the, the, uh, Patriots defense offensive line, excuse me. Mm -hmm. Um, They've the the Rams have the ability to get a lot of pass rush pass rush up the middle, um, and that could really that really causes problems for quarterbacks. Um, and if you're able to bring that pressure up the middle, there that means that he does, that Brady doesn't have anywhere to step up into. Those lanes are going to be a lot smaller, um, and they can really affect the game. But they've got to come early and they've got to come often uh, to make Brady know know that's coming. Um, you know, and that with Dante Fowler on the outside and hopefully the corners can hold up over the course of the game. But if you can get pressure and speed up the, the Tom Brady's clock a little bit there, I think that's going to be really key for if the Rams can pull out the victory here. But, uh, what other position grouping matchups are you guys looking at, um, on the field for Sunday? Well, Malcolm, you stole mine. So, uh, boom, that's That's why I went first. (laughs) (laughs) I knew that's why you were going first. Um, (laughs) You know what? Um, it's in, interestingly enough, it could come down to two of the best kickers in the league. Um, mm. You know, yep. Greg Zerline single-handedly sent the Rams to the Super Bowl, um, and of course, with the refs' help and some other things. Um, so, oh. <laughs> um, so, and Never he's forget. been, and he has been, he's been monstrous all year. So, well, when he came back. So, um, <clears throat> him and then, of course, Goskowski, a great kicker for New England. Don't be surprised if it comes down to a made kick toward the end of the game or a missed kick at some part, some point of the game um, that could really swing momentum and potentially win or lose the game. Um, we, we know in Super Bowls, uh, the Patriots have been known to win on game-winning field goals. And, yeah. um, you know... Yeah, so, I mean, without going back to what Malcolm said about, you know, the New England O-line and the Rams D-line, 
Um, I'd say both kickers look for that. You know, who's going to have the the better match? I mean, who's going to you know make more clutch kicks in that game and and extra points? Heck, I mean, it's all going to be important yeah. in the Super Bowl. Um, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> interesting, interesting, interesting. Um, yeah, I've, I've I've been looking at that kicking game too. Um, how does New England always get like automatic kickers? I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure this <laughs> out. And not just automatic, but clutch. Um, yeah. So yeah, from Vinatieri to Gostowski is it's amazing. But um, in looking at this, Malcolm, I was gonna go the inverse of you mm-hmm. uh, because I was looking at that uh, Patriots defensive line um, and seeing what type of pass rush they. If you disrupt Jared Goff, I think he he shrinks to. I was about to say Derek Carr. Um, wow. I'm not. I'm not looking to. I'm not looking to burn him to that degree. Um, but I remember a couple games this season. Uh, I want to say it was the Bears. Um, and when they got when they got consistent consistent pressure in the pocket, um, Jared Goff is not the guy to roll out. And and Aaron Rodgers, you he is not Patrick Mahomes. Um, he's going to he's going to shorten. He's going to short some passes. He's going to float some. Um, and I think disaster is waiting in the wings. I'm looking for this Patriots defensive line, um, um, and and you know, uh, and those uh, and the the the. I'm sorry, the, McCoy, the secondary, the secondary. I'm, I'm looking for them to mix it up, um, um, and I, I actually am looking for them to blitz a lot more than maybe we customarily see the Patriots do. Mm. Um, now that's tricky, you know. Like like we've been talking about, you got Cooks out there, you got Woods out there, you got. Reynolds if he shows up and so you know they they have to be very very wise and strategic about it um but uh I'm looking for that to be a huge part of the game I just want to get my secondary is Gronk Gronk against mm-hmm. these uh these Rams backs. He, uh, well this is a, this is the key matchups this is a, the oh, uh, key matchups that's right you're first. right you're right and I would say I would say New England receivers all together but the myth has been there solid all year that Gronk has lost it. Gronk is, you know, but uh, we saw him against Kansas City, and Gronk was looking pretty good. Um, I think he looked pretty washed when he was playing DB. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Miami, um, but yeah, I'm 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 curious to see. Uh, I would not put it past the Patriots who have played up. Um, um, this whole Gronk is done thing, only to unleash him in the biggest game of the season, and so I, I'm, I'm, cu- I'm curious to see how many targets he has. Yeah, that's gonna be big. Um, I, I'm interested to see how the uh, the Rams decide to play that. Um, you know, if they try to put a corner on him or a safety, are they are Ooh, they gonna stay with it. the linebackers? They're not gonna it's put gonna be interesting to see. You don't think so? No, I think Tlaib may end up matching up with either Cooks or Woods for most of the game. He was the one that was talking wait, about wait, it, though. Wait, did you just say Cook? They're on the same team. What? You just said Tlaib on Cooks and uh, I mean, Woods. Sorry, they're not, on the same team. Oh, my goodness. I'm tripping. <laughs> um, they, they may have him on uh, uh, Edelman. That's what I meant to say. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah, Oof. so, I mean, honestly, no, not Hogan. Yeah, I would say Edelman because Edelman is the one who has been lighting teams up. Um, yeah. So I probably would say, yeah, that's where he'll be. If they end up matching him up with him now, Jalen Ramsey has some pretty decent success against him um, yeah. early on. So that would be that would be interesting. But honestly, and he's done it. I think I think they did that at Denver when he was in Denver. They put him on uh, Gronk. Yeah, I, th- I, I saw some interesting stats about Akeem leave against slot receivers, and so. We'll see. I mean, I know, you know, are they lining Edelman? Well, yeah, Edelman's all over the place. Yeah, so. Edelman's everywhere, but he do be lining up in the slot. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm curious, but, yeah, who who do you assign to Gronk? That's, mm-hmm. that's one thing. They were talking to Aqib Tlaib, and, and they were like, yeah, how about Gronk not looking the same? And he's like, he looks pretty Gronk to me. Right, right. Um, so can, I, I, can we... Can we just not? I don't understand why people just go into these big games and just start spouting off their mouth about stuff. Like, who was the guy that came out and said Tom Brady, his age has taken its toll on Tom Brady? Oh uh, yeah. That, first of all, that wasn't even what he said. I don't believe it's what he said. You know. So, 
That's the quote that was out there, and I was like, "Why were you even? Just don't even." Tom Gray's a great player. That's all you need to say. Right? Just chill. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he's he a, he's the greatest of all time. Right. <laughs> We've um, seen this before. We've seen Austin Kendall. He transferred because he's him and his dumb mouth. <laughs> and make it worse is that it was it was Nikhil Roby Colvin, and it's like, mm-hmm. Bruh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we and I, okay, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm not going back. I'm not going back to that blown call, but after right, that, you go. just don't you don't say anything until after the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh my goodness, jeez! And don't and don't end up getting burnt or costing your team the no. game. You know, don't no. you dare and, do that. And, and he will, he will. I, w- I wouldn't, and especially now that he gave bulletin board material, I would not be surprised if Tom Brady targets him and mm-hmm. literally picks him apart. This might be his last game of his, last go game of his career. Go get it. Go get it. Pull up Baker Mayfield just staring at him on the sidelines. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, was it this last year? God, this seems like it was two years ago. Mike, Malcolm Butler didn't play at all. Was that last year? Yes. I think that was last year. Last yeah. year. It, 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 there's always some little weird thing like that that happens. So I'm in, I'm interested to see what, what that thing will be this year. Because mm-hmm. last year, no one had any answers for why Malcolm Butler didn't play. None. We never got an answer. We on still that. don't know, right? right? Yeah. We still don't know. That's strange. Um, so anyway, that that'll be interesting. See, it'll be on, it'll be on a thirty for thirty in the next twenty years. You know, right? <laughs> Turns out he slept with Belichick's wife, and <laughs> <laughs> he Delonte Weston him. No, no, <laughs> don't, don't. <sighs> All right. Oh, shout out to Delonte West. Um, all right, guys. <laughs> no shout out to Delonte. <laughs> <laughs> the Rams win if if they call a former Patriots coach and get all the tips to slow down Brady. <laughs> you better call. You better call Vrabel. He held the Patriots to ten points. Call Patricia. He held the Patriots to ten points. You better get on the phone and call them dudes like ASAP. Um, or call uh, call uh, Adam Gase in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, they, Patriots still scored a lot of points that game. Um, <laughs> can you please tell us how we can run that miracle play again? Right. <laughs> <laughs> call the Philly Philly. The Philly oh Philly. man. Um, so yeah. Um, no, but seriously, um, they need to hold the Patriots under 100 yards rushing. Uh, Sony mm. Michelle has been amazing. You know over 100 yards in both of these playoff games, um, a few touchdowns. Like, you know, in every of the Patriots' loss this year, they were held under 60 yards. Mm. So if the Rams' defense can make force Brady to beat you, even though he sometimes can and will, um, yeah, don't allow it to be the run game. Because if Michelle goes off, it's it's curtains. Because then Brady's mm. going to pick you apart with the play-action pass and all of that. So... So yeah, I mean that's that's how the Rams would do it, and the Rams win if they get huge production out of Cooks, Reynolds, and you know maybe Higby or Everett. Um, the receivers must step up. Um, yeah, I mean God, I would love to see if Cooper Cup was in this game. My goodness. Um, oh man. Yeah, but yeah, I think those are those are the two biggest pieces. Hold their Patriots rushing game. Uh, honestly, 80 yards or less is, is where you want to shoot. Um, and then, uh, those, those receivers, they, they can't be having drops. They, they need to make every play that they can. I'm going a slightly different direction. Uh, Rams win if, uh, they see 150 plus yards, 150 or more yards, I should say, uh, on the ground. Um, 150 bro they just only had like 50 and still won yeah against the referees and the Saints (laughs) Um, (laughs) but uh, (laughs) you know what I will will listen to reason I'm I'm going on the high end because I'm nervous about them I'll say 100 100 or more 100 or more yards I'm with um, you and a max of one turnover from Jared Goff and the Rams win Mm. Mm. Well, um, somehow, Ian happened to take my my first and my second uh, stat somehow. That's hilarious. Um, that's impressive, so <laughs> thanks for that. No um, 
I'm gonna say the Rams win if if Sue and Donald get two sacks each. Mm. Ooh. Mm. If they get two sacks, that means they're getting consistent pressure throughout the whole game. Absolutely. Um, I don't think Brady's been sacked more than twice all year. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah. Wow. If well, they get two sacks each, and I look at that, and that, if I didn't look at the game and saw that they got two sacks each, I would say the Rams won the game because um, that means they're getting the pressure, they're keeping Brady uncomfortable, um, and it's in his mind, in the pocket, and his clock is sped up. Um, if you give, we all know, you give Brady any amount of time, he'll pick you apart all day long. Absolutely. Um, we've seen it. We we saw it. that's where the okay. the the Falcons game two years ago changed. Um, when he was able to just sit back there in the pocket and just pick them apart, the game changed after that. Um, so they've got to keep him out of rhythm. Um, and, you know, I was going to go with the rushing stat. If they can control the game, if the Rams can control the, the running game, um, they've got a good shot of keeping Brady off the field, controlling the tempo, and, and golf can then manage the game from there. Um, but since Ian took all of my stats, I'm going to go with if Sue and Donald get two sacks each, the Rams win. Mm. Mm. Can I can I use that to segue then? Okay. Because the natural question would be what? What do the Patriots win if? And my my thing Uh-oh. had been. He's trying to take your thunder again, Malcolm. Here we go. My th- my th- no, my thing had been um, if I see, uh, what was it, three sacks and six hurries, I think the, I think the Patriots win. Mm. If, if they sack Goff three times or more, and if they hurry him uh, six or more times, I think they, that that will signify the Patriots winning. So it's interesting that you say that. I definitely think um, uh, kind of the the same thing, but just in reverse. Um, like I said it before. You know, if you get Goff jumbled, get him out of rhythm. I don't. He's not Tom Brady. He's not going to reestablish rhythm. He doesn't, you know, he, he doesn't have that, that ice water running through his veins uh, just yet. Not to say he's not good. I'm, I'm not dumping on Jared Goff, guys. I'm just saying um, in this moment, this young in his career, you know, I think he's he's probably hyping himself up. You know, guys thought I was down and out. They thought Jeff Fisher ruined me. <laughs> they thought uh, They thought Carson Wentz was just so much better and I would never amount to anything. And so here I am. You know, probably a lot more going on in his head. What is Tom Brady thinking? Uh, dinner was great. Dinner was great last night. Uh, breakfast was really solid. You know, there, there, it's probably just quiet air, dead air. As he's, as he's polishing his Super Bowl rings. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So You guys are going to have the fr- new friends soon. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't even think of, of a particular Patriots production thing uh, um, that I want to point out outside of, yeah, the sacks and the hurries. So, yeah, that's it for me. Malcolm? If uh, Julian Edelman goes over 120 yards, the Patriots win. Oof. Um, that's what he's averaging in their two playoff games so far this year. Yeah. Um, but I think if Edelman gets loose, I think that opens up Gronk. That opens up all of that. Um, and that means that that secondary isn't really holding it together. Um, Edelman is really a good barometer for this team. You know, they, they struggled early when he was out. Um, you know, early in the season, you know, people were really talking about, well, are the Patriots done? But then when Edelman came back, the offense really got rolling. Um, and everybody kind of slid into their correct role. Um, so, yeah, if, if they're able to get Edelman going, get him, get him in the offense early and often, um, that means that defense is going to have to react to him a lot harder than they would like. Um, and so I think the Patriots will pull off the victory if that happens. That is interesting. Yeah, man. Edelman, oh my goodness. I was so mad at the Chiefs just allowing Edelman to just – and he was literally running across the middle every single third down play. Yep. I was just like, are you kidding me right now? Um, it's he- like it's like watching um, – you know, we're going to go back to college football for a second. Ohio State, like – they just kill you with the slants. And yep. it's like, just stop the slants. Like, why can't y'all stop the slant? It's the same thing over right. and over again. Oh Cut him goodness. off. <laughs> man. It, bro, man. Um, yeah, I, I think the Patriots win if they get two interceptions. Um, in all of the Rams' losses, um, Goff threw six of his 12 picks in those games. 
Um, Chicago ate him alive in Chicago. Um, but yeah, the the Patriots get two picks. They they I think they win the game. Um, and they held the Chargers and the Chiefs both um, to under fifty yards in both last you know previous playoff games. They hold they hold Gurley and Anderson to seventy five combined. They get a victory. So um, mm. so yeah, um, golf has got to be special, y'all. He's got to be special, yeah. and you know Belichick is going to throw everything at him. So, wait, wait, wait! Didn't golf throw four picks in that Chicago game? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, man. <laughs> so wait, in all their other losses, he only had two picks. What's up? In all their other losses combined, he only had two more picks. Uh, yeah, but I mean, he, in they only lost three games. So in three games, he threw six picks. I got you. So you're saying if he throws two, right? If he throws that, two, that, like that's probably a wrap. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, okay. I feel you. Especially feel playing you. the Patriots, you know. Yeah. Yeah. They they, they capitalize. Oh my gosh. They capitalize. Um, it's interesting, Malcolm. I actually have lead receiver either being James White or Philip Dorsett. Mm. So I'll, I'll be looking to see because Edelman's getting all the shine. Have yeah. y'all noticed the abstract amount of Edelman love going on? Mm. I don't want to make this a race thing, but they love wire receivers. <laughs> <laughs> don't you remember when Wes, Wel- Wes Welker was a thing? Wes Welker. And Austin Collie was a thing for a little bit, too. Wow. Anthony Riley, Gonzalez was Riley a thing. Riley Cooper. Riley Cooper was a thing for some reason. Matt Jones, who randomly switched from quarterback to a wide receiver, was a thing. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup, yep. Man. Uh, Wayne Adam, Adam, Adam Thielen kind of emerged out of, I mean yeah. he deserves it but you know the other he, thing I just thought about this Super Bowl winning teams have that moment so which one of these teams do you think had their moment this year like what is the one moment from their season that is going to be in their Super Bowl highlight reel <laughs> the miracle in Miami um, <laughs> yeah, what I thought when I thought I had seen Gronkowski blow out his knee trying to run, run down. <laughs> he looks so slow. Um, I think if if it's the Patriots, it's got to be uh, Tom Brady's his performance against the uh, Chargers. Because mm. um, that's that just everybody was afraid at that moment because it's like no 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 they're doing it again the boogeyman is back so i would say i would say for the patriots it's that first chiefs game um Mm. that that shootout um the chiefs came back they scored and you looked at the clock and you're like man brady is about to do this too much time for brady yeah and he and he did and then um it could be that the the game cj anderson came in um, I can't remember which game it was. Yeah, where he had just a huge game for them. Hundred plus yards, um, couple touchdowns. Came out of nowhere for them. Won um, me I think my that, fantasy that game. Hallelujah. Yeah, I've, I've, I should have known that I was getting a big amen from Keith because of, <laughs> of fantasy. Bless God for that. Um, yeah, honestly, that's what I was getting ready to say for the Rams. Honestly, was uh, was was Cooper Cup. Or when they picked up Dante Fowler, uh, especially mm-hmm. especially if he yeah. plays really well. Um, and for the Patriots, ooh, I don't know. Um, I'd honestly say that last drive against the Chiefs uh, in the playoff game. Mm. I mean, Brady literally had three or four third and tens and converted every single one of them. Um, it was just... It was a sight to see. So, well, and you can't forget the Rams, uh, you know, looking in, in dismay that the, that well, not dismay, but just looking around and couldn't believe that the refs didn't throw that flag. So that's probably the miracle, you know, for them that they will never forget, especially if they win the Super Bowl. Man, gosh. It's, it's still too soon, Keith. It's still, still too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Way too soon. Man. Um, I have a random. This is a random. I'm I'm going deep into the bag today for for uh, some analysis. Say some tragedy befalls um, both of these starting quarterbacks. Jared Goff can't play. 
Tom Brady can't play. <laughs> I know where you're going with this. Who who can win this game versus between Sean Mannion and Brandon Hoyer? You know, <laughs> you know it's Mr. Hoyer. It's Hoyer, man. It's gotta be. Oh man. I hate it, but yeah. <laughs> I hate everything about it. Um other big moment for the Rams is beating the Saints back in November. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, the um, the game we were just talking he just mentioned with the call? No, back in November. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, that is not a no. <laughs> That's crazy. They beat the Saints twice this year. Nothing, uh, nothing, Ian. No. <laughs> Ian, you're really hurting about that. It's 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 deeply affected me. Yes, I did not realize you were from New Orleans. I have been. <laughs> For all of our listeners, I will say again, I have been a Saints fan since pretty much since Drew Brees got there. I, I, oh, so you're a bandwagon fan? Is what you're saying? If being a fan since Drew Brees got there is a bandwagon, absolutely. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it is. they've I been good not, since Drew Brees. Was they there. have not. They have not been good since he got there. <laughs> they put it together with him and Deuce and you know a couple other pieces, but until Reggie Bush came out. With his invalidated Heisman, they, uh, <laughs> oh God, the Heisman that that doesn't count. <laughs> oh, Reggie, uh, yeah, but um, yeah, man, Patri- Never mind. <laughs> All right, let's let's get down to it. Yeah. The picks for the game, our predictions. Keith, how do you think this game's gonna go? Wait, 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 wait. Time out. Uh, the Saints beat the Rams earlier in the year. Well, who said so the, the first time they beat the, the Saints? Wait. Yo. Yeah, this, the Saints beat the Rams 45-35. I just remembered that. I'm tripping. Um, I meant the Chiefs. Sorry. Ah, uh-huh, ha, uh-huh. ha. Yes, that was it. 54-51. Okay. Yeah, that game was great. Yeah. That. Ian, just over here, make it up moments. <laughs> they, should not have, they should not have beat this. That just goes to show. They they can't beat the Saints. Solicit because our resident our resident Saints fan can't even remember the Saints won that game. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm tripping, man. Good good pool, Keith. Just one so, our all right, guys. We know what we talk about. Keith, give us your prediction for this game. <sighs> guys, I have gone back and forth in my mind like 50 times on who I'm going to pick tonight. Um. So my let me preface by saying I definitely want the Rams to win wholeheartedly. Um, but in the end, I think that this could be the win that could solidify, even though I believe he's already solidified that he's a GOAT. Oh, you mean re-solidify again? Um, right, again, <laughs> again and again, uh, that he is the greatest. Um, I just think that the Patriots – because of Bill Belichick, because of their scheming ability, they'll have enough answers to slow down the Rams just enough um, to get the victory. So I'm going to go Patriots 27, Rams 24. Goskowski is going to do it for the Patriots, and I pray to God that I'm wrong. But that's all I got. <laughs> Ian, who you got? Ooh, man, oh, man. All right, uh, Rams come out uh, fast and furious. A couple touchdowns in the first quarter, I predict. Um, Patriots, while they get some movement on offense, they cannot find the end zone, can't get pay dirt. Um, so this is 14-9. Rams, ultimately, they're making a push uh, at, the end of the second, at the end of the second quarter, trying to score before the end of the half. They don't score a touchdown. They get the field goal, but that ultimately sinks them. Patriots turn it around, second half, a uh, couple touchdowns in the third quarter. Rams, they get a couple field goals, but ultimately Jared Goff has a great fourth quarter, uh, surprises those uh, talking heads like myself, comes out, shows a lot of level-headedness, um, leads a good charge, puts maybe even 10 points on the board, but unfortunately, his final score 
He leaves a minute 47 on the clock, and Tom Brady does what Tom Brady does. Patriots are going to win this ball game. I got them winning 34-31. to 31. Wow, that was really in-depth. You said 14-19, to 19, and I was like, that would be the, the most boring Super Bowl I've ever seen in my life. And then you said, <laughs> and then you said the first half, and I was yeah. like, what is the – we are really going deep in this thing. Yeah, he man. did, man. He did. Well, um, I want. I've been trying to find a reason to pick the Rams, and I can't. So the Patriots <laughs> are going to win this game. Um, Brady re 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 solidifies his place as the the greatest quarterback in the history of the NFL. Um, I, I I'm like Keith. I want the Rams to win. I want them to pull it out. Um, but I think the Patriots are going to be too much. I think they they're going to come into this game really well prepared, especially. Um, after what happened to them last year against the Eagles, they're going to want to come in and, and leave no doubt in this one. Yeah. Um, I think the 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 Patriots win this one, thirty one seventeen. So you think they're going to be on some uh, uh, Spurs year two versus the Heat? Oh mm. yeah, they're. I think they're coming in really focused. Wait, what was your really score? Really Malcolm? focused. Thirty one seventeen. Woo. Woo. Gostowski uh, hits 10 field goals. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, yeah. So, um, I'm excited about watching my first NFL game of the year. Uh, hopefully, it's an exciting one. Hopefully, the commercials are great. Not looking forward to the halftime performance, but whatever. Who was it? Like, no. Maroon 5. Maroon 5 oh, and Travis Scott. And Travis Scott. Yeah. Golly. Can we have Bruno Mars and Beyonce again? Just please bring him back. I don't care. Every year. Every year. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, just to stop them from doing Aerosmith or Goldblatt. Oh, my gosh. Or YouTube. Hootie. Paul McCartney. Oh, yeah. Hootie and the Blowfish. Not, wait a minute now. Okay. All right. No, no I, I'll take no. Darius Rucker. I do, not want, I do not want Hootie and the Blowfish. That he's one of us, okay. <laughs> Hoodie the Blowfish is going on a tour this summer, so get your tickets now. Okay, um, followed by B two G. B two, yes, and I'm not going to that tour. That's going to be a trash okay. fest. All right. All right. I got to see Chingy open. Oh my! Goodness. Oh my god! Did you? I'm sorry, sorry fans. We're we're gonna have a little side conversation. Listen if you want to. Have you seen this video of Chingy rehearsing for the tour? No. He is in some white man's basement. <laughs> Oh, rehearsing for the concert man get ready for the tour i'm like bro whose basement did you commandeer to do this rehearsal by yourself i love it i love it <laughs> it'd be better if he had pyrotechnics and everything <laughs> just <laughs> oh gosh my joke was he's in the basement of the guy with the mask from the saint lunatics that's where he is no shout out <laughs> shout, shout out to slow down he actually sounds like the fourth member of the Migos. Take off, offset, slow down. Huh. All right, sorry guys. Uh, we're, and we're back. Um, so you guys, uh, we're gonna go quarter by quarter and talk about the Pro Bowl. Are you guys ready for this? No. Don't even. No. <laughs> I am not. Why don't Why don't we care about the Pro Bowl? Cause it's awful. Um, it it just doesn't. I we would be more interested in a skills competition for several different. You you know what Madden? You, you remember Madden? How they have the uh, yeah? What is it? Yeah yeah. Those things. You know, even with the kicker, even with the yeah. punter, where you have to do that. That would be significantly more interesting than watching a bunch of guys play two hand touch. <laughs> um, which is exactly what it was. J.J. Watt was oh even laughing gosh. on Twitter about how they, these guys are not really tackling. They're not really playing. Um, football is just not that game. You know, the helmets are on. You know, faces are are not – faces are hidden. You know, a lot of those guys you don't even know because they're linemen and everything like that. I think you just, just honor the guys that had great seasons to keep it pushing. First yeah. of all, they need to go back to they need to go back to Hawaii. I know those players are pissed that the Pro Bowl isn't in Hawaii anymore. Wait, at where, least you got Where is it? It was in Florida. It was. It's been. Uh, I don't know where it's been, but this year it was in Miami, and they had to wear sleeves and hoods and stuff because it was actually cold. Oh, come on, uh, like like when it was in Miami, people were excited. People bring their families. It's like, oh, all right, this year we're going to the Pro Bowl in Orlando. Like, uh, 
so we were just there. Like, why do we want to go? Okay, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, it's just garbage. You know, like it would be cool if it meant something. Like, uh, yeah. you know, like you know, and 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 there's the whole argument that you know the the whole baseball All Star game should not determine who gets home field in the World Series. You know, it should. Well, no it one's should, watching baseball, so well, it's, I mean, it's different. Yeah, well. Uh, sorry, Ian. Plen- plenty of people are. <laughs> hey, they don't. The Reds, they don't, the they don't keep getting TV deals. Now, so I may. I may want to chat Reds a little bit. I'm just kidding. Um, they don't keep getting TV deals for no reason. <laughs> Anyways, um, but but yeah, I mean, if it meant anything, it would be cool to watch. But it means absolutely nothing. Um, nothing. And it, it probably shouldn't even be because players are just not trying to get hurt. And uh, yeah, so I just. It's stupid now. Um, I don't. I didn't even. I didn't even know what time it came on. I didn't nope, care. I, I got no an idea. alert that said it was over. I was like, oh, it, it was already being played. All right. So. Yeah, they need to do like a. Remember Rock and Jock. They used to do something like that, but for football, for the Pro Bowl. Let's just let's just get completely silly with this now because no one cares about. This game, just like the players don't care. They or act like they don't really care. super competitive seven on seven or something like that. Who knows? Yeah, it would, it would be more interesting to me to see Pro Bowl players play Madden. I was guaranteed the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> than to watch them actually play in this game. I would, I would, I would tune in to watch them play Madden. Honestly, I ain't even gonna lie. We're a strange generation, fellas. <laughs> or, no, I, I think they should just get rid of the pads and play actual flag football. I think that's a great idea. Let's I, think actually, that's, I, let's just, I think that's a great idea. Let's just get rid of all this. Now, you remember what they used to do, and they stopped doing it, but the uh, beach the beach flag football game oh, during yeah, the Pro Bowl the, weekend. The, was, yeah. was that the celebrity game? No, it was the actual players playing in the game, but then they had oh. um guy from the Patriots, Robert Edwards, completely shattered his knee and never played again after that. Oh. So they just like, yeah, we're not doing this anymore. We can't do this anymore. Um, Yikes. So uh, yeah, we're not gonna do it in sand, but I'm I'm here I'm I'm all the way here for a flag football game, or even yeah. like just you know what, just bring old heads back. Chad Johnson, To, let those guys oh play. God. Honestly, you yeah, know? let th- let them all tear their hamstrings in fifty billion pieces. <laughs> That's fine. I don't care. Honestly, watch Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice schooling people. T- <laughs> he's t- twice as old as. <laughs> Brett Favre out there with the uh, what's the commercials he do, he does the Wrangler with the the copper uh, the copper fit out there with oh, the copper no. fit no <laughs> oh anyway sorry guys uh, we don't care about the Pro Bowl nope so stop doing it well let's get to what the people really are talking about right now all over social media all over the news it was the big news in the headlines for the last couple days we've Wolf been. We've been waiting for this to happen. AD, Anthony Davis, has finally requested a trade from the New Orleans Pelicans. And got fined $50,000. Um, which is, you know, probably what he spends on groceries. <laughs> <laughs> he probably, probably gave them a little extra tip on it, too. <laughs> uh, somebody said, you know, they fined him $50,000. He just gave up $80 million to not sign his extension with right, the New Orleans right. Pelicans. Mm-hmm. I don't think he cares. Right. They ain't even a tithe. <laughs> um so you guys um are you surprised by this and are you surprised by the timing of it especially um Uh, go ahead i'm more surprised that jaleel okafor came out bald tonight just jaleel he's back he's back baby citizens citizens of new orleans jaleel is here to let you know you won't miss a beat the oak, the other Okafor era. That's yeah, right. That's right. Um, d- didn't the Mecca play there for a second too? He did. He did. I think he played there. I want to say he played there last year, actually. Yikes. Um, okay, moving on <laughs> from that tragedy. No, I'm not surprised by the timing at all. Um, it's strategic. You know, some have said that uh, Rich Paul actually wanted to do this sooner, but AD didn't want to be the bad guy, and he strikes yeah. me. He strikes me as that type. Uh, nobody should want to be in this position where you are putting um, um, a franchise kind of, you know, to, to the metal, um, asking them to make a decision that, you know, yeah, they'd love to not want to make. But on the flip side, at least give him credit for letting you know, like, I'm not yeah. coming back. 
There's there's no reason for me to come back. There's no hope that you've given me uh, to come back and actually be able to compete, which AD has never struck me as, you know, a straight-up stats guy. I think the guy actually wants to compete. So um, I don't think he's going to get any fan out, outlash or, out, you know, um, he won't be going Yeah, that. He won't be villainized for it uh, like some have been. Uh, so, no, no surprise. Uh, it just leaves a lot of intrigue about what may or may not happen. It's pretty much, um, I like the way uh, somebody said, Lakers are on the 10-day contract um, to see <laughs> to see if they can, they can uh, acquire the services of one Anthony Davis. So, Well, uh, Keith, I'll pose this question to you. Is there anything, anybody that is off limits for the Lakers no. in a trade for Anthony listen, Davis? Listen, I would love to keep Kyle Kuzma, but at the end of the day, if you got to let him go to get the one and only Anthony Davis to play with the king, I mean, listen, everyone's expendable at this point. I don't care who it is. Definitely send Lonzo because, first of all, I don't. I just want him gone anyways. LeVar Ball gets on my everlasting nerves. Um, he's been quiet. He's been quiet though. Uh, but I think he just—I heard he just said something. Like there was just a report that he just said something about you know lines. They shouldn't be trading lines or something like I forget. But I just heard it. Anyways, um, yeah. I mean, they just need to keep one solid shooter, Hart or or Kuzma, someone. Um, you know, we know Rajon Rondo will be the point guard. Oh, um, which he knows how to play. He he knows how to play with AD already, um, so he would be solid, and uh, they'd have uh, you know, Lance Stevenson, you know, airing out his guitar. So no one is is exempt from this. Magic Johnson has to get this done, and the Pelicans need to capitalize on this opportunity to get whatever. And honestly, if I were the Celtics, I would really be considering. Um, what it may mean to give up a few of their players to get him to just saying. Well, that's the interesting thing about this. The Celtics can't make a trade for him until the offseason uh, because of this, what they're calling the Derrick Rose rule. They traded for Kyrie Irving, who's a designated player, and um, Anthony Davis would have that same distinction. You can't have two that you acquired by trade. So oh, they literally right. can't make a trade until this offseason. Um, so this is the this is the window for the Lakers to do yep. it. They have to do it now. And I'm I'm with Keith. Um, if it's if if I got on the phone with them in New Orleans and said, "Well, it's gonna take these four. Okay, here's the paperwork. Let's right. get this Let's thing do done it. today. Yep. <laughs> fill, fill in however many draft picks you want. We're making this trade now. <laughs> Seriously, it's a um, once in a lifetime opportunity. Absolutely. And you know, with with LA, you know, people will be like, "Oh, well, they're gonna be paying a lot of money." It's LA. They print money out there. The best family does not mind writing checks if for a winner, because um, when the Lakers are winning, they are a they are a gold rush of money. Um, and if you get AD and LeBron in LA, um, free agents will be. I told I think I said this in the group chat. They will be selling their firstborn to go to LA <laughs> and play with those two. Uh, Tim Duncan's going to go in the cryogenic machine. Kobe Bryant's going to be going to Germany to get a knee procedure done. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all signing minimum deals. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> um, so what are the what are the under the radar teams? Um, obviously, the Lakers and the Celtics are the teams everybody's talking about. The Knicks have been in conversations, but what other teams do you think can uh, can get into the sweepstakes? I don't care. Uh, oh, man. No one else matters right now but the Lakers. Darn it. <clears throat> Well, I will just for this. <laughs> there's that. Um, no, just for the sake of argument, I'll throw out a few teams. Toronto, um, you know, something that mentioned, you know, they are still trying to woo uh, Kawhi Leonard to stay there long term. And what better way than to give him a running mate that is one of the top mm-hmm. five, seven guys in the league? Mm-hmm. Uh, what would have to be involved in that? A slew of interesting things. Um It'll probably have to be a three-team deal, but yeah. Uh, Portland is another team that comes to mind. Um, they got to figure out how to satisfy Dane um, and how to try to do something. We've talked about them um, on the show this season. They've got to shake something up and try to yeah. make something work, uh, or else they, it's, it's time to blow it up. Um, third team, again, unlikelies, but uh, Dallas. 
Um, they have some they have very interesting ensemble. Uh, <clears throat> you heard, you know, the Dennis Smith saga seemed to be over, um, and he's actually playing again for them. But, you know, he is still a high draft pick, high potential. You know, change of scenery might do some good for him if the Pelicans liked him. And, you know, you say you package with a DeAndre Jordan who mm. has not really worked out there. Um you know, uh, it, it, his production has not been poor, but, yeah, uh, they, they don't seem to love him there. But, you know, get a couple of the guys, if they have the draft picks, um, that could be another interesting. So, Luca and AD. Luca, I, I wouldn't My hate it, but, uh, pick, baby. yeah, I, I don't see any of those other ones happening. Wait, he's uh, a real rookie, even though he's played professionally before? He's still chill, a rookie. Chill, chill. That ain't that interesting. I yeah. feel like somebody's tune changes from year to year. Mm, interesting. Mm. How I don't know. Unbelievable, I don't know. y'all. I can't. <laughs> listen, just don't get mad at me because y'all ain't pick them, you know? <laughs> don't get mad at me. No. I got you. But yeah, um I, I I honestly think that if the Pelicans are a solid organization which that they're is, not. that that is they are not, uh which is focused <laughs> Focused on the growth and overall getting the best haul, they do not pull. They do not pull the trigger uh, before this trade deadline. With that said, AD will be in LA by the end of the next week. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, man, there's always some team that we don't look at that's gonna get into the sweepstakes. Could be the, I don't even know. Um, but the other interesting piece about this is, you know, Drew Holiday came out and said. AD being there was 90% of the reason why he resigned in New Orleans. So is he going to be a guy that's going to want out as well? Um, and do you want Drew Holiday without <laughs> without uh, Anthony Davis? No. Um, he's he's actually been really good for them. Um, yeah. You know, he's this not year good and, for the tank. They'll yeah, have, he's they'll absolutely have Lonzo not Ball. Good old Lonzo. <laughs> I mean, really, if I could just put Drew Holiday somewhere, I would love to see him in Phoenix, him and Devin Booker um, together in the backcourt. Um, I can see It would that. make them... Go ahead. No, no, no. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'd love to see him in Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, Eric Bledsoe may strangle somebody in New Orleans, but. Oh, no. Eric Bledsoe would be jettisoned somewhere else. He would get, um, he would get, we would see a tweet immediately. I'm, I don't want to be here. <laughs> and be coming out immediately. And then they would tweet back, like, yeah, we were waiting for you to go anyway. <laughs> I'm so sick of this team. Um, can we? And while we're talking about players, you know, we talked about AD being a guy who's um, just wasting time, kind of in New Orleans. Can we get Kemba Walker on a team that matters? Oh I love Kemba gosh. Walker. I love the way he plays. He's so good, and we don't get to see him or hear about him because he's in Charlotte. Can we get him to Brooklyn? Can we get him to the Knicks? Somewhere that where they will appreciate his skills. All star uh, starter, Kemba Walker. All stars in Charlotte. That's gonna be fun. Um. Yeah, it should be it should be a fun All Star game with him starting. But yeah, can we get him? Can we get him somewhere relevant? Because I don't. If he resigns to Charlotte this year, that's gonna depress me. Yep, that's gonna depress me. Well, um, we are nearing the end of our show. Two topics today, guys. Way to bang it out. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to get to our parting words. That's how we like to end our shows. Ian, give us your parting words for the night. I uh, I have no parting words. I am with you forever. Uh, for some of you, I leave in your hearts. The rest of you, I leave in your ears. Make sure you subscribe and uh, take us with you every day. We have enough episodes. They will last you a couple of weeks. Listen nonstop. <laughs> Let our voices be a guide to you and uh, love us forever. Thank you. Wow. Moving, moving words from one Ian Lamont Morgan. Um, Keith, give us your parting words for the night. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to all of, you know, the people who were affected by this shutdown. Um, Thank goodness that, you know, even. But we back, baby, we back. um, (laughs) That we have, you know, our federal government employees um, who are (laughs) earning money uh, for their work. Um, yeah, so gosh, Lee, you know, I couldn't imagine. Could you guys imagine just like being told, hey, show up to work, but we ain't about to pay you? 
Like, oh, I that, would stab somebody. That, I'm that not even kidding. That is just like uh, I somebody wish Apple stab. Would, uh, tomorrow is supposed to be like potentially feeling like negative twenty. I wish Apple would tomorrow text me and be like, "Hey, sh- please show up, but don't don't expect a paycheck." Like, stab. You know, <laughs> stab somebody. So yeah, stab. shout out to them because I know that that was rough on a lot of them. But shout out, also shout out to a lot of these churches and organizations um, that did their best to be the church and to right, you know right, support right. them in those moments. Um, that's when you know the church and other organizations are needed most. So um, I appreciated seeing those, those real ministry moments um, and caring for people who were, you know, were in need, especially with those who have children and, and a lot of people being affected. So. That's great. Shutdown was rough, but we back, baby. The government's back open. Yo, can you please? Right. Checks are coming in. The, the government is back. <laughs> it's so stupid. We back. <laughs> we back, baby. Oh, my God. Um, Man, this is um, uh, just a side caveat. I was watching Derek Fisher on NBA TV yesterday. And it just reminded me that he's going to be coaching in the WNBA. And I just really hope that that goes well because I just have so many jokes. So many jokes for Derek Fisher coaching again. I want to know who signed off on that. uh, Funny enough, probably the Bus family. Who (laughs) I think the the Bus is on the the Sparks too. (laughs) Which adds a whole little funny wrinkle to this whole thing. But yes, Derek Fisher shot him. That is not my parting words for the night. Um, I was curious. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Derek. I think I used my parting words on him when he got the job, and I had some jokes then. Um, but uh, my parting words are going to go to um, a good friend of yours, a good friend of mine. It's going to be a little bit of a rehash. Adrian Broner. Um, Bro, I watched, oh my goodness. I watched the uh, epilogue of the uh, Showtime boxing behind the <laughs> backstage oh, thing. They went like round by round and showed the fight, and they showed him before and after the fight, the day of. Bro, I don't know how you thought you won that fight. Like, oh my! God. People in your own corner were like, "Bro, you need to throw your hands right now." He's like, "I'm good. I'm good. You need to. You need to punch him at some point during this fight." I just don't understand. I really don't. Gosh, man, I'm really guy. lost. He's like a really, he's really delusional, and I'm worried about him. Yes. Um, but he's a millionaire, so I guess I should be worried about myself. I need to be, I need to, but anyway, shout out to Adrian Broner. Irrational <laughs> confidence. Um, I think we all need a little bit more of that irrational confidence. Looking in the face of defeat uh, and, and grabbing victory. <laughs> grabbing victory. <laughs> reality of defeat that sounds uh, like a to... terrible sermon oh my when defeat is looking you in the face just grab your victory <laughs> when you are when they have done the 10 count you are on the ground get up and grab that belt oh walk. my lord get up on the ropes out. and act like you're a champion <laughs> uh and let me also say that he looks really weird without a beard um it is heat wow um, he needs to not shave it off ever again. I didn't realize that was a thing that they made him shave it off for the fight. That's wild because he looks nuts without it. Um, yeah, shout out to Pacquiao with the with the win, convincing. Hopefully, he gets uh, another big fight. I do not want to see him miss Floyd um, in another fight. Uh, <laughs> I do not want to see that at all. No, um, I don't either. But it, yeah, I did. shout out to. I do not know. I do not want to watch Floyd make fifty billion dollars to dodge Pacquiao for twelve rounds. I don't. I don't want to watch them drum up the drama so that oh people gosh. can buy tickets. But oh, Floyd stole my daughter. Like yeah, I, would, I, I, I just don't. I would rather watch a Ronda Rousey UFC fight. Oh, I would that's rather not watch happening that. anymore. No, nope. and she would get beat pretty badly. But I'm just—I'd rather watch that than watch another Floyd Pacquiao fight. Even though I didn't watch the first one, so let me say that. But I'm definitely not paying for the second one. Um, but yeah, shout out. This is not about any of them. This is about AB um, <laughs> about getting his face beat in. I hope that I hope that he has fun fighting uh, charity fights in China. 
Malcolm, I, I think I think you literally didn't have one at all, and you just reached, man. And I couldn't. Believe I really those, did, those y'all. I had a really mouth. hard time. <laughs> I was trying. I tried to buy time with the Derek Fisher thing. I was over here googling stuff. I couldn't find anything, so I just <laughs> I just started talking, and we landed on AB. So I knew uh, Keith would really react to it. Uh, um, and I did. I did watch the um, the boxing coverage this week, and I was like, oh my gosh, this dude really thought he won. Like this is nuts. Yo, I thought I didn't have any. Shout out to Black Panther getting what I believe was hey. seven, seven Oscar noms, and uh, on the they Grammys won a bag. Yep. Yeah, on the Grammys in H.E.R., who uh, I loved pretty much everything. You mean her? Put up. Yes, having everything revealed. Um, her. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, with the with the Grammy nominations, man, just uh, just. Quality stuff that I love seeing. Um, I love seeing them get uh, the the notice that is due them. So yeah, shouts yeah. out Wakanda forever, baby. And Chadwick, and, I mean, and Chadwick, man, Chadwick. Chad he gave a a great great acceptance speech. So, oh okay, I ain't see Black it. Panther. Let's do it. Let's let's see if we can, if we can win this. I, I, look, I'm be honest. I love Black Panther. I don't know if they deserve Best Picture, but it would just be great to see see them win. It does um, not deserve it, but it is not. But it would be really great to see them win. Um, I'm also excited about seeing Kedrick and SZA perform All the Stars at the uh, Academy Awards. I don't usually watch award shows, but I like that song, and I would like to see it live. And that is the end of our rambling random show. Thank <laughs> <laughs> uh, In Cleveland, Ohio, it's International Ian Lamont Morgan. I do it for the hood. Oh Jesus! You you already against me, so um, (laughs) (laughs) in Cincinnati, Ohio, Keith Turner Jr. Rams, please make me a false prophet, please. (sighs) And here in the capital city, it's your boy Malcolm Morgan. Yes, I already know you're all against me. I already know. (laughs) Thank you all for listening to the 3-in-1 podcast. We'll see you all next time. I may be 0 for 7, but I'm I'm 2-0 against you. (laughs) 